Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast, One Thing About It, with your host, Amani Talks. Oh my gosh, you guys, we are on season two of the pod. We just wrapped season one a couple weeks ago, and I'm so excited to get back to, you know, just just talking shit, really. You know that's what I'm good for, and that's what we're here to do. And I have a very special guest with me today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> What's going on? My name is Terry Roseland. I like talking shit, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Chicago. Uh, first time in Atlanta in a little while. So I'm just ready, man. Terry Roseland Podcast. Um... Nice to finally meet you in person. Yes. For sure. For definitely. Sure. We're doing a show together. I mean, by the time that this comes out, the show would already be done. But it's going to be my mm. first show, you guys, at City Winery in Atlanta this Thursday, the 17th. But like I said, by the time this comes out, the show's already going to be done. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Terry's going to be on the panel with me, Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. You know, a little it's, healthy dialogue. Healthy is crazy. <laughs> for me, it's going to be healthy. <laughs> Y'all don't like the way I say things, but when I say it, it's always the truth, and I don't. It, the I truth? cut to the chase. It's your truth. No, it's the tr it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's gotcha. logic and it's truth. Gotcha, gotcha. We'll see. Yes. We'll see. All right, so you guys, we're gonna start off the pod with a little ask Amani talks question. You guys know that you can email me um, questions about whatever you want at the askamani talks at gmail dot com. Uh, email. So this is our first question of season two. All right, so let's get into it. It's kind of long. Okay. Hi, Amani. I love your show and I follow you on TikTok. Ah, thank you. And I saw how your recent dating story went viral and I need some advice. I have been seeing this guy for about nine months and we are still not official. I saw where you said until someone asks you to be their girlfriend, you should date around, but I didn't want to date anyone else. But also when I tell him, that I want something serious, he ignores it. Help, what should I do? Sign Shanice. Well, I'm going to give my little go, then I'm going to let you say what you got to say about for this, sure. okay? All right. So she's, okay, so Shanice is asking for help. She's saying what should she do because the guy that she's been seeing for a little while um, does not want to make things official with her, even though that's what she wants, Right. I'm going to assume that Shanice is black because most of my viewers are black and Shanice just sounds like a black name. And I'm going to assume that you're dating a black guy. Um, mm. What I get. OK, so what do I get from this? Right. I'm, 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 I'm internalizing the question. I'm trying to understand it. And what I'm getting from it is that you are with this guy nine months. Y'all probably having sex. Y'all probably doing it all. Y'all probably dating. But he doesn't want to say, oh, this is my girlfriend. You probably haven't even met this guy's family. Why is it so hard for black men to commit to a situation? Because there's just one little like quote that I've seen that I think is really funny. And they say, you date a white guy for six months, you're engaged. You date a Mexican guy for six months, you're pregnant. You dated a black guy for six months and you're single. And I feel like that's so accurate because why do black people just love situationships? I don't get it. Mm. Um... So this is a case by case thing, right? Definitely, always. You know, Shanice. You know, I don't know why she told our business to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> but nah, on some real shit though. Like, it's Shanice might not be meeting his needs, and that might be why you know that she's still single. It might be why he haven't committed yet, and he might be giving her more time to meet his needs. He might still be trying to fill the situation out, but he might not be getting his his needs met yet. So, do you think that in nine months he hasn't realized that his needs are not getting met? Is it nine months since the day they met? It's nine um, months since they've been seeing each other. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know, man. I think he he might really like her, but he know he might know that, like, you know, 
it, it's, it's so much assumptions and hypotheticals with this shit, you know? Mm, I feel like things are really black and white. I don't feel like okay. there's gray area on, on many things. Um, I think that people like for there to be gray area so that they can say, oh, what if, and the exception. Most people are not the exception. Most people are the rule. Okay. And when I look at this situation, what I get from it is... Um, he does not like you, Shanice. Um, he is probably just in it for the sex. Um, he's in it for, oh, I know Shanice is going to come over at 12 a.m. That's what he's in it for. And I mm. feel like, um, you are being naive by letting him string you along. Um, I feel like after a couple months, if a guy doesn't know if he wants to make you his girlfriend, then he doesn't want to make you his girlfriend. And that's, and that's all that is. Um, so we are, I, I don't know how old you are. You didn't say how old you are, but I know for me, we're not young women. Um, I mean, young women. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, if you're dating for fun, girl, then keep on dating them. But it doesn't uh. seem like you're dating for fun anymore. And when you're dating intentionally, you have to let people know, like, hey, it, this is what it is, or it's not what it is, you know, and, and let's keep them moving. And I feel like a lot of the times men will keep women along just for the shits and giggles. Um, my, meanwhile, the woman is probably, like, crying herself to sleep because she's like, oh, I want a boyfriend so bad. And it's just uh. kind of like, okay, let's, let's move it along. Like, yeah. Uh. I think Shanice should be asking him instead of you, but <laughs> she did. She told him that she wants something official, and he's like, uh. "I mean, I don't know." Like, I, like I said, man, if Shanice is doing what she's supposed to do, and you know, whatever his needs are, she feel like she's meeting those needs to her best ability, and she's not getting what she wants. I, I agree. She should walk away from the situation, hundred percent. I feel like this question is a part of a larger problem in the black community specifically because we know that the numbers for black people in America when it comes to marriage, are lower than our Asian counterparts, our yeah. white counterparts, our yeah. Hispanic counterparts, um, especially for black women. So when I see situations like this, all I see is that you are wasting time. Because mm. let's let's really keep it real. Like People that get married, they do tend to want to get married maybe late 20s, early 30s. And if I'm 28, let's say you're 28, and you fooling around with somebody for nine months and don't even... Like, that's a waste of time. I, I would... It, it's, it's just like, okay... We got to know what we're doing. You got to be intentional about it. And when you don't have intentions behind dating, that's how you get in situationships. And that's how you end up 40 and unmarried. I'm not saying that everyone wants to be married. I'm not saying that that's always right. the goal. But it seems like here that's the case. Yeah, that, that was kind of going to be my next question. It's like, what's the goal? Marriage or happiness, you know? And I, again, it's a case-by-case -case basis. But if marriage is the goal, then, you know, it marriage is kind of a weird, a weird goal to have, though. Like, a weird goal. If, if the goal is just to be married and... It's not about the person. The goal is just marriage. It's kind of like, you know, are you are you willing to accept it from anybody just to check that box off? I feel like you can have a goal for people have kids and they don't know how their kids are going to be or, you know, why they really want kids. But people know that they want kids. I feel for like sure. marriage can be the same thing. You know that you want marriage. Of course, you want it to be with the person that is ideal for you and your person. Yeah. And some people do, you know, settle just because they want to get married. They say, oh, I want to get married before 30, so they'll take anything before 30. Yeah. I get that, but I feel like nowadays people wait... Well, we know that the numbers are saying that people nowadays are waiting longer to get married. So that's saying that they are being... Um, there's more discernment in marriage nowadays. The divorce rates are crazy, though. So it's actually, not a lot of discernment. divorce rates are dropping. In the past 10 years, divorce rates have dropped. They're, they're still crazy. We're still, like, sixth in the, you know... Um, uh, the U.S. is like the sixth highest nation for divorce. Yeah, it's crazy. So divorce rates are still crazy, but they are dropping because people I mean, are waiting a little longer to get married. I mean, they're going from too shitty, long. They're going from shitty to bad, but at the same time, I just feel like the discernment can't be good if divorce rates are high. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people getting divorced very fast, especially uh, people our age in the late late twenties, early thirties. 
I know people that's getting divorced in like three years. Like, damn, did y'all even try? You know what I'm saying? Was y'all no, just definitely. trying to like check this off the box? And I think it's a lot of that going on. So I'm all for marriage. I'm pro marriage. But I think that for a lot of people, when they make it the goal, and especially women, you know what I mean? I think that a lot of times women are kind of taught from a young age to to want certain things, like this Disney fairy tale thing. And it's like once they get to their late twenties and they feel that time, you know, that 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 clock ticking, they kind of rush themselves into things just to check the box off. And you might be end up in a bad situation. So, you know, I think the goal should be happiness regardless of what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, um, of course you want to be happy in your marriage, but I don't think the goal with marriage is happiness. I mm. feel like that's why the divorce rate is so high because people want to feel happy all the time. You're not going to feel happy all the time. They're yeah. going to be probably, if you're committed to your marriage, there's going to, going to be, sorry, years within your marriage that you aren't happy. Even mm. Michelle Obama said it. She was like, there was like a 10-year stretch with Barack that she did not feel happy. Why? Who want to do that, though? Is marriage not a commitment? It is a commitment, but okay. I, I don't think it's worth not being happy for 10 years, though. I'm cool. I mean... If that's what come with it, I'm cool. Listen, does <laughs> does going to the gym feel good? Like, do you want to go... Like, do you want to put on workout clothes and go to the gym and, and sweat and, like, be achy the next day? No, but you do it every day for years because you're like, I like the way that my body looks or how I feel after I work out. Right. If you want a long marriage, if you want to say, yeah, I had a 50-year-old, a 50-year marriage and we had kids and we built this together, that's going to take sometimes not being happy. And I feel like that's okay. Not for a long stretch of time. For me personally, like the, the gym example, I feel like, you know, I might like the results I'm getting on a weekly, monthly basis. So it's like, it, it's like a, it's a delayed gratification, but it's not 10 years delayed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if I'm unhappy with somebody for 10 years straight and I get to say at the end of the day, you know, we built this, we built that. But it's like, was I happy? Like, what did all that shit mean if I'm unhappy the whole time? Or majority of the time? Or half of the time? It's not, I would rather be single and happy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I, I grew up in a two-parent household. My parents are married to this day. It's very dysfunctional. And I, I caught, like, I caught a lot of bullshit from that, though, because they weren't happy with each other. I'm my only child. Like, a lot of that shit got taken out on me. Mm. I would have saw my parents, I would have preferred to see my parents separate and happy then in that marriage every day unhappy like that shit was that shit was not it you know what i'm saying and i'm still that's pro easy for you to say because but that was single parent households don't produce the best results either yeah yeah yeah. so i don't know that's just that's just my viewpoint on it it's just like is i don't think the marriage worth the ha- like worth sacrificing happiness so <clears throat> why do you think <clears throat> why do you think that black men wait so long to get married that's because we see it. We see it all the time. A lot of black men, they'll say, uh, maybe like in my 40s, mm-hmm. um, yep, they'll yep. wait to have kids really late. They'll wait to get married really late. But all the white people, and I'm from upstate New York. I know a lot of white people. Yeah. I saw white people left and right getting, of course, you know, a lot of, with them, a lot of times they divorce by 30 on a second marriage by 35. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, they get married, like, right out of college. They're proposing, like that's a thing in the white community. But if they if they only <laughs> second marriage by 35, 40, and that's the right marriage that's not gonna end in a divorce, versus we're not getting married to 35, 40, it seemed like we made the better decision to me. So we already know that black Americans have the lowest number or like the lowest rate of marriage in the country. And I hate the narrative that it's because, oh, black women are um unattractive or masculine or whatever you know because yeah. we also know that black men tend to marry or date outside their race it's twice as likely that they do that when it comes to interracial dating okay like they're twice as likely to marry or date white hispanic asian 
Twice um, as likely as other races? As black as black women. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so okay. I, I, you know, when I post stuff about stuff like this and black men are in the comments like, yeah, because black women are this and black women are that, that's actually not true. Don't listen to those niggas though. Cause I'm 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 one I'm not on men or women's side, but I hate them niggas though. Yeah. Like the the super massages nigga. I, I don't fuck with that. But I will say that, and I, I just read a stat that eighty three or eighty seven percent of black men are married to black women though. Yeah, I mean when black men are married, most of the time they are married to black women. Yes. Most of the time, but eighty seven eighty seven percent is crazy though. Like that's pretty high. Like that's we not super interracial. We we ain't fucking around that much if it's eighty three to eighty seven percent. No, no, not at all. You gotta give us a little um, credit. Come on now, you gotta give us some credit for that though. No, I mean yeah. Uh, most of the time when black men are married, they are married to white or to black women. See, <laughs> I just slipped up because we see it so much in the media. I sometimes yeah. I think like, damn, like they're trying to program us to think that That's a cool. lot of the time is yeah, it's more interracial than not when we know it's not, but. When I hear stuff like that, when men say like, oh, like, it's because black women are this and black women are that, I'm just like, no, like, the numbers actually show it's the opposite. Like, yeah. there are less black men that are marriageable than their counterparts. But we yeah. all know why that's a thing. Like, when we talk about mass incarceration and we talk about just, like, unemployment numbers, just stuff like that. Because yeah. up until, like, the 70s, I think it was like black women were actually married more often than white women and at a younger age. Yeah, the the, fam, the black family structure was like super intact through the 60s. Oh, definitely. And, um, a lot of shit fucked us up, whether it be, like you said, mass incarceration, welfare, drugs. Um, it's a lot of things. Um, however, I will say this. I think the truth is why black men aren't committing to marriage as young. It's just that it's not a part of our culture. It's not a part of how we raised. It's not what's cool. Um, if you look at you know, young black men and what we're taught, how we move, what we think, what we wear, what we eat, what type of guns we like, it's all aligned with hip hop culture across the board. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if rappers is saying fuck bitches get money from 1992 up until today, then that's what we on until we learn something different or until we get tired of doing that. And then so usually a lot of men don't think about marriage until they're tired. Until they, they've been through the streets, they've dated, they've done X, Y, Z, and it's just, they see it's getting them nowhere. They see, they start to value structure. This is another thing, too, and I, I tell people this all the time. Like, when you think about the most valuable things um, a woman brings to a relationship, the nurturing energy, um, all of those things, you know, being able to take care of a home. And you're when you're a young man, you don't have anything to nurture. When I was young, I didn't have a kid or a house or so like your most valuable asset was irrelevant to my life right and then as I got older and I, I bought you know my first property and, and had kids now it's like damn now I see why I need a woman so much whereas before I didn't see that so I think to really need a woman you got to be a man first definitely or be taught or if you especially if you're not being taught that and a lot of times we're not being taught you know, you should, you know, when you get older, you need to get married, you need to settle down, find one. We're not being taught that shit. Because Music a lot of black people don't have us. their fathers in the home. That too. And even fathers though, a lot of fathers ain't teaching that. A lot, Or your uncles, whatever your male figures is, or the ones you want to be like, the ones you see, it's all about money. Like you need to get a bag, the woman going to come with that. The women going to come. That's the most, and that, that's not beneficial for marriage, but that's probably some of the best advice a guy's gonna give you as far as being a man, because you know, getting your getting your money is a big part of being a man. Yeah. But it's like, and but the attachment to that is like, oh, get the money, the girl's gonna come. Like, 
it's always like don't commit. Like that's always what we talk, don't commit. And I even as much as I push, you know, as much as I'm pro marriage, as much as I push, you know, uh positive relationships, I I ask my young ass in college sometimes, my younger frat brothers, like, bro, why do y'all have girlfriends in college? Yeah. But as and I as much but as But that I'm was different for you because you were married. And obviously married I was young. Married. <sighs> Are we gonna talk about that? We can talk about yeah. that. Yeah. Right. So so what so even though our culture is telling black men, uh, you don't really got to get married or get married when you're 50 and used up by that time. What was different for you? Like, why did you decide to get married young? It's gonna, this is going to sound fucked up, right? Because okay. it wasn't for the right reasons. Uh-huh. Uh, my parents kicked me out. I was 17. I couldn't go to school because I couldn't fill out a financial aid form without my parents. Uh-huh. So I, we went in contact like that. So uh, I wanted to go to school and... Um, to to fill out financial aid when you're under 24 independently, you have to be married, have a child, or be homeless. I was homeless, but you had to prove you was homeless. You had to get like a note from a police officer or a pastor. It's like hard as fuck to prove that you're homeless. No, like, yeah, it's, it's, I it's, get it's, you. It's crazy. Yeah. So like, I'm like, I'm not trying to have a kid. I really can't prove that I'm homeless. So I asked the girl I was dating at the time, like, can you marry me so I could go to school? And of course, she said no off top. And then I got in some trouble when I came from up <laughs> under that situation. She looked at it like, damn, like if you was away at school, you wouldn't even got jammed up in that situation. So she uh she went ahead and did it. And then I went away to school. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I was like a shorty. I was like down at like 19 or something like that. Oh my gosh. How yeah. long were you guys married? We was married for like 10 years. We broke up then as soon as I left to school though. <laughs> we just didn't do the paperwork. I just got divorced like two years ago. Oh wow. Okay. So okay. But and we only got like it was really like not we it wasn't like I'm in love, let's get married. We were in love, like in our little childish relationship that we had, but it wasn't like we feel like we married for. We understood why we was doing what we was doing. And uh we kinda fell out around the time I left for school. And I know a lot of women gonna hit that like, oh, you was in school, wow, man. As soon as you, she helped you get in school, you went down there and fucked a bunch of girls. I did, but um <laughs> we actually broke up because uh we got pregnant and then we was we planned on having it. And she like got rid of it and then told me after shit fucked me up. And like mm. we broke up and then um, you know, shit. So it was a marriage on. of convenience because you needed something out of it. Yeah. And Do then, you feel like most men get married out of convenience? Hmm. Uh it's hard to say. I think a lot of men do. I wouldn't say most. I feel like a lot of guys do get married out of um, pressure. Like, they've been with their girl for a while. They know they're going to stay with her. Not that they're the happiest, but they might have kids with her. They just might. It might be their comfort zone. And she pressing them, like, it's been seven years. It's been 10 years. It's been 12 years. I know I know a chick who, like, 20-something, like, 29, and her parents finna get married. And she always talk about this. She's like, well, my dad been playing with my mom since, like, two years before I was born. Like, over 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they just now finna get married, so... Um, a lot of dudes get pressured into it. It's not what they want to do. So yeah, some some dudes do, but it's it's a lot of guys, a lot of young guys out here who really like that's what they want. No, and definitely. I feel like you have to be a very weak minded individual to get pressured into marriage. I'm sorry, mm. but I feel like if someone is with you and maybe you love them, but you don't want to marry them, then break up. You know, break up with them. Don't marry yeah. them. I feel like a lot of times, men and. This is what I really hate, the narrative that women benefit from marriage more than men. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's really talk about that because let's talk about what marriage really is and the roles, right? Because if you're a man, all your role really is, all you really have to do is bring in money. 
Of course, you want to be a loving person. You want to be supportive of your wife and your kids. You want to be present. Of course, those are things that generally, of course, in any relationship. But as a man, all you have to do is bring in money. That's all you got to do. Make sure that your household is taken care of financially. What are we saying for the marriage to last? All you have to no, do is this money? is the, not even longevity. I'm just talking about marriage in general, like marriage. The mm-hmm. man brings in the money. Okay. The woman, really, when she gets married, she steps into a servitude role. She becomes a servant. When a woman gets married, it's not her just making money and that's all she got to do. No. A lot of times, women still have to make money and they have to have kids. They have to um, be in like the child rearing thing. Like most of the time, they're going to be the the caretaker of the kids. They're going to be the ones doing most of the chores, doing most of the cooking. So on top of them having kids, biologically pushing out babies out of their vagina. I get you though. Taking care of kids most of the time. And they still have to work. Let's, what benefit is it to women? Let's pull this shit back a little bit. Yeah. When the kids get to daycare or school. Yeah. Because I'm going to give it to you. The first three years, I'm going to give you that. Them kids in school all fucking day. Like, them kids in school from 7 o'clock oh in the morning to 4 gosh. o'clock. We see them kids for five hours a day. Four hours a day. They're going to sleep at like 8, 9 o'clock. So, the, if we both help them with the homework, okay, you the nurturer. I'm a disciplinarian. I got to roll with the kids just as much as you got to roll with the kids. You cleaning up and cooking, who cutting the grass, who shoveling the snow, who raking the leaves, who fixing some shit when they break around this motherfucker. We both taking care of this house. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Would so, you rather mow some grass or like take care of like a crying baby all day? Anybody would rather would rather I mean, mow grass. I, I like, give you that. Like on the first couple years when the baby crying. Yeah, no, but, not even that. I mean, kids cry and have, you know, problems with like up until they're teenagers. I mean. You're not doing it all day though. They in school all day. And then when, when they get out of school, we both right there with them. And we nah. both getting off work. You think like, the average husband is, is as present with their kids as the average wife? I don't think so. They Their presence is his presence. So, um, just being there isn't presence, though. It, just because you're in the house doesn't mean that you're present. That means that you're just there, like, in the house. You can have a presence when you're not in the crib, though. So, like, I'm just no. saying you're wrote, you can, though. Like, like, bro, when I used to do certain shit and it's me and my mom in the crib, and I know my dad get home at 7, I'm like, shit. Like, that shit, used, like, my dad presence in my life, like, really, like, from the neighborhood I come from, like my dad' presence in my life, regardless of how much time we spent together, that shit really saved my life though. Like my father had a way bigger role in my life, regardless of who spent the most time together. Like I was more scared of my daddy than niggas in the street. So like, when it's oh, one hundred percent, because that's your because your dad was in the house, like your dad yeah. was there. But I'm saying you can't say that. Oh, just like if, even if the dad isn't in the house at the time, like his still his presence is still like no, that's not like when the dad. That's why moms be like, oh, when your dad gets home. Yeah. The dad has to be home. Yeah. So a lot of times, even when dads are home, when they're not okay, let's say like well, a dad works a lot for my mom because of my dad. I know he's on the way. Like if you took my dad out the situation, my mom life would be harder. Like even outside of money, just with raising me. Yeah. Like so, like my dad being there takes weight off your shoulders, even if he's not physically there. How? Like you're, you're rope because me knowing that, like my behavior is on like at a certain level because I know. I got a father that's going to come home and kick my ass or get on my ass. He don't even got to touch me for real. You feel me? So, like, your job is literally easier because my father is who my father is. Like, but let's say that, like, the dad's working all day and doesn't come home till like, 8 o'clock, but you know, oh, my dad's coming home at 8 o'clock, and you only see him for two hours a day because you go to bed by 10. Like, yeah. that's not... Bro, I'll be in the streets. If my if father... Let's say my father wasn't in my life at all. I wouldn't even be in the crib with my mom. Like, fuck what you talking about. I'm, I'm in the streets. I'm out here. Like, I mean, having a father at home, period, is better than, better than no father. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, 
the mom is going to spend more time with the kids in general, period. Like, that's not, that's, yeah. we see that. We know yeah. that. I, I, I get what you're saying. I agree with the time part. Yeah. To an extent. And it depends on how the, how the shit set up. Because the kids, like I said, the get, kids get home at four. So it depends on who get off work first, all that type of shit, right? But, so I'll give you the time part. But what I'm saying is that the energy that it takes to raise a child, like, if if it's a real man in the house, th- that woman going to spend a lot less energy dealing with that child. Oh, yeah. Regardless but of how much time it is. Can we talk about how the average man isn't a good um, husband or a good father, though? Because well, they can what? be husbands and fathers, but good husbands and the, fathers, the, there's it, a difference. There are bad husbands and fathers out here. To say the average man is a bad husband and father, it's crazy. What are we basing that off of? You, you like stats. You got your stats and shit. What are we basing that off of? Is that facts? I, 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 I want to say that it's facts, agree. but do you think that your dad was like a good husband and father? Like, would you say that he was a good husband and father? I feel like my dad gave me what he had. Do I feel like he good? I feel like he was better than his dad. So that's good for Was him. he good for you? Um, Yes. Uh, okay, so I'll say this to explain. Because it's a hard question to just answer. Is my dad a good dad? I'm like, damn, I hope gonna see this shit. Shout out to my pops. Um, <laughs> I mean, we I'll all love this. and appreciate our parents because they did what they did. There's no training manual for rearing yeah. children. So you do the best that you can do. And we're all people. We make mistakes. Like that's yeah. getting I, that I just, out the way. I just but like if you, you did better than your father, then you did good. Because you, you only had what that nigga gave you. And you took that shit. You built on it. And you did way better than me than he did with you. Like you're not finna make me Barack Obama if your dad was like some abusive. You know what I'm saying? Like you can only give me what you got. Yeah. So I feel like my dad was solid as far as providing. He was solid as far as keeping me out the street. He was solid on all of that shit. I feel like my dad didn't want anything for his own life. Like my dad wasn't chasing nothing. He didn't have purpose. So and I learned that like through osmosis, you're gonna learn like how your parent is. So. It wasn't until I got around other men when I got older who were like, whether they was entrepreneurs, you don't got to be an entrepreneur to have purpose, but they was entrepreneurs. They was waking up every day trying to like actually complete goals and they had shit that they, like my dad got an 850 credit score and they never bought a property other than where he lived in. Like he worked at a factory, like he don't want nothing. Like he, it's like go to work, you know, go get a job, get benefits and work till you can't work no more. That was his, that's all a motherfucker gave him. So that's all he did. So me seeing that, it's like, damn. Like I didn't think nothing of it until I got around other men who was like, "Nah, we want it. we want the most out of life. Like we actually want something. You know what I'm saying? So my dad didn't give me that. That's the only thing I could say he didn't give me. But that's big though. So could I say he a good dad? I feel like he a good dad because he did better than his dad and he did the best he could. But I feel like, you know, I, I got the shit I needed the most from somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying when I see people and you know I had a father in the home too. Um, you know my parents are married. Um. I feel like the average person just has trouble with their fathers. Yeah. The when you talk to people, it doesn't have to be oh stats like when you just when you have friends, family, when you just talk to people, when you see relationships and you see like damn, a lot of people, you know, prefer their mother over their father. Like they really have father issues. Even if the dad was in the people like to say oh daddy issues. Even if your father was in the home, a lot of people still do have issues with their dad. So I feel like on average the mom is just doing more She's just being your person more than your father is. She's taking on more of that emotional load, more of that support mode. Like, you know, like my mom came to more of my dance recitals than my dad. Mm -hmm. You know, just stuff like that. Like, just the support. The mom is always taking on the load. So on top of her biologically having kids, um, being the primary, like, um, caregiver, you know, nurturer, supporter, um, she's also working, too. So when, you know, you have two people coming into a marriage... The dad is bringing the money and he's mowing the grass <laughs> and then he's raking the lawn every now and again. But, while, but the mom is taking on more of that so, stuff. So, so let me say this though, like 
even if a man do get married and he do he does the things that he's supposed to do, it sounds like you still don't value that role. Like the dad is mowing the grass. And no, 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 no. Because so like, I just I just said fathers are very valuable. That's looked at because that's just how it is, though. In the ideal world, me knowing that fathers are valuable and having a father in the house is the best thing that you can do for your kid. Period. Facts. Yeah. Even knowing that, I still see the way things are. Like, I'm just being realistic. I'm, I'm just seeing the way things are. And we see how fathers are. Like, and we see their roles. And we see our mother's roles. And we see how much more our mothers did for us. So when you okay. have two people coming into a marriage, I, I, I often, like, not feel bad for the woman. But I just know automatically you're a maid. You're a, uh, you're a night nurse. You are a cook. You are, you're going to be, you're a tutor. You, you're stepping into all these roles. Meanwhile, the dad, in, in the perfect he's a situa- provider. That's that's great. That's his role, but he's that's not all. Just a that's provider. what he does. He also, he also control like the emotions of the house. Um, that's a big role in a house, like on any team, though, right? So let's say basketball. You think the average man is good at managing emotions? I don't think the average woman is a tutor. So like when you when you describe what a woman do in a marriage, you describe the perfect ideal situation. So we're gonna do the same thing for the men. Well, n- not because I'm not saying that she's a good cook or a good tutor, but she's she might at not least be cooking at all. That's she's at least doing cooking. a. Come on, you think That's the average lot. man is cooking more than the average woman when they're married the with kids? Man, my father was a cook in my house. It's a I lot mean, of my, my dad grew up. was too. But... There you go. Like, what's up? Like, so <laughs> but that, on that's this not, podcast, that's the not average. average. Man is cook. Like... <laughs> that's not average. We all know that the mom cooks a little bit more than the dad. Like, I don't know that. <laughs> I know a lot of people who will say like my dad was the cook. I know a lot of people who say that though. Like, no, no cap though. And I don't know a lot of people with dads though. So, like, I try not to say the average father not present just because I don't know what the average is. But I ain't gonna lie. Like, I was the only nigga on my block with a dad. I'm then one of the only niggas in my family that had a dad. Like, period. So it is a lot of absent dads. I don't know if that's the average or that's just like the environment I come from. But in my environment as well, though, it's a lot of male cooks. Of the people that I know that grew up with their dad, it's a lot of male cooks. I ain't gonna lie. No, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of male cooks. But I'm gonna say this though. I think that a man controls the emotions of the house. Like on any team, you know what I'm saying? It's a leader. If the man is a leader, you gotta control the emotions. Like if it's like fucking a basketball game and it's 10 seconds left on the shot clock and Michael Jordan nervous as shit. Niggas going to look like, A, I'm nervous because if he nervous, then I'm nervous. Or B, if he nervous and I'm not nervous, why the fuck is he the leader? You know what I'm saying? So in that household, the man got to keep his composure no matter what the fuck the finances look like, no matter what going on in the kid life, the wife life, it's COVID, it's a pandemic, whatever the case may be, he can't get shaky. That's hard. Like, that's hard. You got to really lead your household on an emotional level. Not only just financial, like, that's difficult because you don't get to be human. Sometimes being a man means you can't be human. You got to be, like, a robot sometimes. Huh. Like, this shit ain't easy. One thing I get women, too, though, like, and this is just to guys out there who don't value marriage. Um, I had a homie, and we talking about the, the worth of a woman, right? And, you know, dudes, talk, a lot of guys, like, I don't want to take care of a chick. It ain't worth, like, paying all the bills. Like, what is she going to do, da, da, da. I had a homie who was like super overweight, right? Didn't have time to go to the gym because he worked so much providing for his family, all that. His his girl became like, she started looking up vegan recipes and all that, started cooking a little different, a little bit more healthy for him. But this dude lost like 70 pounds just off what she was feeding him though, right? Without having to change his schedule, without having to, you know, stress himself out trying to go to the gym or work less and make less money to go to the gym. Like literally, like she changed that man's life and his health just by, you can't put a price on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, I pay any bill. Like, you just saved my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so it's a, a lot of times, like, 
it's priceless shit. A lot of shit just is not transactional. A lot of shit, you know, we just try to make everything logical. And I feel like as men, we got to stop that when we're dealing with women because everything ain't logical when it, when it comes to women. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You feel like women are not logical? I said everything not logical when it comes to women. Um, I do feel like there are logical women, but I, I do feel like logic is more of a masculine trait. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel that way. Well, it's it's kind of true. You think about masculine energy and feminine energy. No, masculine energy is violent. Masculine energy mm, is emotional. I, I, I mean, that's why when you think about a serial killer, you think about men. You think about a rapist. You think about men. You Those think are about stereotypes. That's not that. Don't that's not stereotypes. Those are numbers. When you think about serial killers, more men are serial serial killers than women. Can masculine energy be violent? Can men be violent? Yeah, masculine energy isn't something that's attributed to a man. I'm not or saying a woman. it's inherently that way, yeah. but that's what it interprets out to be. Like masculine energy is nothing but mission. Decisiveness, decision making, purpose. Like, that's what masculine energy is. That's all Ideally. it really is. You know what I'm saying? Like, could that be used all for negative? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Logic, making decisions, those are all masculine traits. Mm. When, you, when you put a woman in a situation where she got to keep making decisions, when you put a woman in a situation where she got to keep uh, being logical, thinking through stuff, that's how she grows that independent, more masculine mind state. And when I say that, I don't mean that in a negative way because if that's what needs to happen, it's America. It's capitalism. Everybody needs provision and protection, regardless. Like every human walking the earth needs to be provided for and protected. So if you don't have that, somebody's not doing that for you. You got to do it for yourself. So I don't blame women for, you know, showing masculine traits when need be. But at the end of the day, like logic is a masculine trait. And that's that's why. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's 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 fine for you to think, but um, <laughs> I I, ju- I just feel like you know um, women are just generally more educated. We I think we Facts. use logic more. Um, mm-hmm. I I think for a long time we've had to make decisions a lot, so we're used to it. It's not so much masculine. Maybe that you know that was the way it used to be. You know, fifty, sixty, seventy years ago, but mm-hmm. that's definitely not now. And when I think about modern relationships, I think about how you were saying about how um. It's not all the time, you know, transactional, but nowadays it kind of is. It's fucked up. It, it really is. It makes me sad that it just seems like people are just, Summer Walker said something about how nowadays all relationships are the same. Like a man is using a, a woman for her body and she's using him for his money. Our relationship's not like that. Not all of them, but it, you know, you it, see, it, you see a fair though. share. That's what's popular for sure. Especially being in a big city like me in Atlanta, you in Chicago, I'm sure you see it a lot. Yeah. That's what's popular. It's a lot of, but it's kind of like, it all depends on where you go in the situations you put yourself in. Because it's, it's a lot of women, I don't know what the numbers is, but it's a lot of women who just not on that type of time, who's super against that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you you in a club every day, shit like that, you're going to find that. You know what I'm saying? You on IG looking for your girl, you're going to find that. You got to go some different places and meet some different people. Everybody ain't on that type of time. Do you think you'll get married again? I hope so. Mm. Uh-huh. I hope so. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I think... I, I definitely have a marriage mindset, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I know that I know that I am not one to have kids, but um, marriage, yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I have hope for marriage. I, even though, you know, the numbers are low for African-Americans, um, and we all know why that is, I feel like we have to change our mindset right now today. Because mm-hmm. knowing everything that's happened to us 50, 60, 70 years ago, that's not an excuse anymore for what it is today. Like yeah. today, let's make the decision to, I think the number one thing that's going to build up the black community is marriage. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Marriage 100. 
That is where you start. You start with the black family structure and you go up from there. Man. People need to get married. And I would even argue that they need to get married younger. Get married when you're 25. You know what the number Honestly. one? You know what the number one killer of black people is? Heart disease. Food, right? Yeah. Heart disease, food. Yeah. The key to health is family. Yeah. Like what you raise your kids eating. Like your Definitely, kids can yeah. even be raised to where like they taste buds, they can't even fuck with none of that bullshit, right? So I feel like you can't be pro-black unless you're pro-family. 100%. Um, even though I'm against having kids, that's just my personal, you know, I'm still you're for against marriage. Having kids, period? Yeah. You're not having no kids? No. Okay. Um. So what if your, the, your ideal guy who checks off all the boxes wants kids? Are you looking for a guy who got kids? Like, how does that work um, for you in dating? Ideally, he just wouldn't want kids. Mm. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't care about kids. So you, you don't even want, you wouldn't even date a guy with a kid. You just don't want to deal with kids, period. Ideally, I do not want to deal with kids, no. Okay. Um, but let's say that he came into the situation with a kid. Um, I've always said that dating a guy with a kid is very tricky because why aren't you just with your baby mother? Mm. Like, why? Um, mm. You couldn't make it work with her with a kid, but you're going to make it work with me? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm. Um, so I ideally, you know, but because I don't want kids and a lot of guys in their 30s and I date guys in their 30s, um, they probably will have a kid. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that's the one thing that I'm kind of willing to maybe fudge a little bit on um, because that's just me being realistic because I know I don't want them and a lot of kids do or a lot of guys do. Um, but that's the end. Yeah, that's like the one thing. Let me ask you this. What do you what would you say to women who are kind of on the margin when it comes to um, the dating market? Right. So we know it's less women, less men than women in America. It's almost two to one. So it's half, right? And then when you look at black men, looking at incarceration, we look at marriageable black men, the market's even smaller. It's, it's yeah. crazy small, right? Yeah. So and then you have women who like are at the the top of the dating pool. Like you're somebody who's probably more so at the top of the dating pool as far as like looks, as far as you got your shit together, it's being in front of a camera, all of that, right? You might you're not gonna have as hard of a time as a lot of women that we're talking to right now when it comes to like finding a man that's going to marry you. So it's like, what would you say to the women who are picking and they're, they're on the margin and then they are, and then it's so few men that's even eligible. Like, do you, what would you say to them? Just in general, like they can, black women specifically, black women specifically. They interracially. Mm. Honestly, 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 like if there are not black men that you find that are marriage material, they interracially. If if it, I would, are we are we limiting off certain races or any race? Any race. Jesus Christ. Well, you know the the numbers show that the most successful interracial marriage is a black woman and an Asian man. Okay. Black men and white women get divorced more likely, and then black women, Asian men, they they have um, stronger. Um, they're more likely to just like not get divorced. So <clears throat> if I was like, let's say for example, we all know that darker skinned black women kind of get overlooked. Mm -hmm. If I was a darker skinned black woman and I'm already someone that's brown skinned, um, if I was darker skinned, I would 100% date interracially, probably mm -hmm. almost exclusively, to be honest with you. Because if you have that marriage mindset and you want to get married and black men are not doing it for you, like, let's say that we already know that the number for a marriageable black men is small. And then the number that you do see are overlooking you because you're dark skinned. I would date white guys. Are you kidding me? Because I want to get married. And we already know that white men do want to get married. A lot of marriageable black men don't even want to get married. <laughs> it's, it's a tough, it's a catch twenty two, and I, I respect the uh, 
the the plight of women when it comes to that because like marrying a white person for a lot of women just not an option uh as far as like their ideology i would never date a white person I would, I would never marry a Latino person. Yeah, I would, I would never, never marry interracially either. Yeah, I would never. But I'm do. just saying, like we, like that's easy for us to say because you're a black man who you get to choose who you marry. For sure. And I'm a black woman who, like you said, is probably you know more likely to get married. Yeah. Um, but if you you know women that get overlooked in the black community, I would definitely just date interracially. Like that wouldn't even be a second thought for me. You have to go where you're celebrated. I can't. I hate it, but I I can't be mad at it. Because, you can't be mad at it. You cannot yeah. be mad at it. 100%. And that's why it's uh, always a big difference when a black man dates interracially than when a black woman dates interracially. Because black men are the ones that are choosing. They're the ones that are picking. What's the difference? Because they both I'm telling slaughtered. you the difference. Black men are, they're the ones that are picking. Okay. If, if you're in gym class and you're not the captain of the, you know, the dodgeball, you know, and you're waiting to be picked, the dynamic is different from the captain of the, the dodgeball and you're picking someone, then you're waiting on the sidelines waiting to be picked. Like those are two diff different dynamics. Yeah. So if a black woman is waiting to be picked because that's our role, we are not chasing men. Men are going after us. If you're waiting to be picked and black men are not picking you, you are going to go to a community that is picking you. But black men are literally picking outside their race when they already know the numbers between uh, or the numbers for black women to get married are so low, they're literally intentionally saying, well, fuck it, I'm going to still date outside my race. Like, there's mm. just no loyalty there. Mm. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. so the dynamic is very much different. Picking and being picked, two different things. Yeah. I don't think that's uh, exclusive to gender, though, when it comes to picking and being picked, but that's another conversation. Yes, it is. You think it is? Yeah. You don't think uh, it's women who can sit back and pick what guy she want to date? Uh, of course you can be like, oh, I would like to date him, but... If a man isn't man enough to come, like, guys ask me this all the time. They'd be like, oh, you don't ever shoot your shot at guys. Why would me being me looking the way that I look shoot my shot at a guy? If a guy isn't confident and man enough to come up to me and ask me for my number, ask me out, I don't want that nigga anyway. Because obviously you're not really a man. And I don't want to date nobody that's not no man. For so sure. I would never advise a woman to go up to a guy and, and ask him out or propose to a guy like that's, that's the whole crazy. thing like proposing, proposing to a guy that's you crazy. look crazy as hell you look desperate you look like if that man is not asking you to marry him he don't want to marry you mm -hmm. and if he does say yes to a pity proposal he's doing it out of pity he's doing it because damn i don't want to embarrass her out in public we got five kids and we've been, been together 10 years i don't want to embarrass her that's what it is so yeah men, women don't chase men men chase women so that is 100 a gender specific dynamic I hear it. Um, I just think, again, like it kind of come down to where you are in the dating pool. I think it's men who don't pick, who can't, who like sitting back waiting for a woman. Men that to, are not men, yeah. yeah Males, like, but they're not men, yeah. Okay. Well, however you want to call it. And then it's, it's a lot of women who they kind of, they got their pick. Like, I think it just comes down to where you sit in the dating pool and, and what level you're choosing from. You know what I'm saying? Like... I think in general, in a very general sense, yeah, that's always been a narrative. And traditionally, men should be, you know, the the, the ones who stepping out. I, I agree with. That. I think a man should be going after what he wants. It's just part of being a man. I agree with you. Do you but think I, that nowadays men are less traditional? Hell yeah, everybody's less traditional. We don't have tradition. The lack of tradition in black culture is killing relationships. That's the main thing, right? Like we don't have no traditions. That's why we want to argue every time Kanye say something about some Jews or Kyrie say something. We don't have any set culture and tradition that teaches us this is what we're supposed to think. This People is the right are arguing way to do over things. who's supposed to pay bills. People are arguing over his marriage or go. We're probably the only culture who's doing we're, that type of we, shit. We black people are the only people that talk about 
money in relationships. It's crazy. Because other cultures just know the man is going to be the caretaker or the, the provider. Like, other cultures just know that. But when I say it, niggas in the comments like, what the fuck, this lazy bitch, what's she talking about? So what? Every other culture understands the man is the provider and the woman is a nurturer. That's not even a conversation that they have because they already know it. They grow up knowing that. Yeah. Black people are the only people that see our moms do more than our dads. And so we have a reverse thinking about it. We think, oh, well, my mom did it so I could do it. Or my mom did it so she can do it. That is not the way that the world... That's why our, so many black moms are single. That's why so many black women are unmarried because we don't have roles. Gender roles are not a bad thing in marriage. Everyone needs to have their... If I don't know my role... How do I know what part I'm playing in anything? Sure. Every, when you're on a basketball team, everybody has their position. Everybody has their role. You need to know what your role is. And a woman's role is the nurturer. And if you have kids, the caregiver. And the man's role is the provider. And he brings in the money. He brings in the money and the woman manages it. And that's how the household's supposed to run. People these days got it. Oh, gender roles don't exist. Well, if you, they don't exist for you, that's why you're not fucking married. They exist little, for me. You want to go a little deeper than that? Like a little back further in history? So like why it's like this? I think that like when you when you think about like when you when a, when a race doesn't have a culture and race not even a real thing but when a race a group of people don't have a culture you can control them with whatever's popular so like whatever whatever's promoted in the media it's like that's what we should be doing because that's what we're seeing because we don't have a set because tradition like supersedes the times it's like it don't matter what the fuck going on in the world it's what we supposed to be doing right but as black people we one of the only people on the planet who don't have a nation like when you think about it like in America. If the police kill a bunch of Japanese people, Japan is going to say something about it. If they kill a bunch of Ghanaian people, Nigerian people, those countries are going to have something to say. Mexican people, Mexico going to have something to say. African Americans, our country is America, so they can do whatever they like. We don't have a nation. We're the only people who don't have a nation behind us. And because we don't have a nation, we don't have culture. We don't have traditions because all our traditions was built off of like America. And then whatever America put in front of us, they can easily change what we think just like that. I mean, we all know that, you know, <laughs> the war on drugs took black men out of the house and it, it trickles down to things like their kids not graduating high school and joining gangs and being in prison. And then, um, you know, they control us with the music that they promote. Even Meek Mill said that they get paid more to um, Which is crazy. rap about drugs and violence than they do anything else. He, he literally said that. That's crazy. So we know that, you know, white people are controlling us with the music that they choose to promote. Because mm -hmm. there are a lot of black artists that, you know, sing and rap about things that are way more positive than what we're hearing. But who do you hear on the radio? Future. Talking about Zans. Who do you hear? Little Baby. Talk about the designer he got on his back. What, like, you hear about NBA Youngboy. And I love all these artists, like I do. Mm -hmm. But do I take what their music is with a grain of salt? Do I understand this is just music and this is not the way I should be living my life? Yeah, but does the average person understand that? No. Absolutely not. They look at their... Even like, uh, what's his name? Juice World. He literally said that his influence in taking drugs, and we all know his music is very, like, drug influence, mm -hmm. came from Future. Mm -hmm. He grew up listening to Future, thinking that Future was really taking drugs the whole time. This nigga not even taking a drug, like not even taking drugs. Yeah. So it's just like we all know, we we know that. But today, right now, we have choices to be like, okay, we understand what was happening and what was going on, but we got to change it today. And like I said, in order to change Black culture, Black America for the better, Black people need to get married, Facts. and that's what I'm gonna end with. One Facts. thing about it, Black people need to get married. I wish. I don't know about having kids. Like, nah, I'm no joking. But no, no, definitely. Like, uh, that that's what Black America needs to get married and to get married a lot younger. Terry, 
I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate you having One me. One thing about it, it was a really good conversation. I learned a lot about you. I didn't know you were married before. Yeah, yeah. You got kids? I don't know that you wouldn't have kids. <laughs> That is crazy. That's why I shoot the club up. It's, it's fun. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's why there's plan B. Don't do that. Oh, All right. Man. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you guys later. Bye.